Beautiful and baffling. That's football for you. Spain will play Italy in the semis. Decent matchup, but who is next? Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Saturday, the 3rd of July. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Belgium, Italy. Best 45 minutes of the tournament, hands down. Knocked old Magic Monday off its perch. Hands up, more I like think so. Yeah, <laughs> hands I was, up. Hands up. It was like they were kind of um, they were trying to rob me of my emotions <laughs> at, at, at gunpoint, and I was like, hands up. <laughs> That's not You've how taken emotions me. work. You've taken my heart. When you feel them, they're not taken from you. No, they're like they're more never intensely more yours. in you. I Shot through the heart, and you're too late. You give love a bad, bad name. name. Yeah. That's, that's where I'm going for that one. <laughs> oh, uh, have you got them back again? I've got them back again. I'm ready for the England match. Oh, <laughs> so did you, you, hunt the, you hunted down the emotion thieves? They did, yeah. got them back. Yeah. Some vigilante justice. Would you say that... Liam Neeson in Taken. Would you say that Italy or Belgium are the more thieving of, of the emotions? I think Belgium because they're clearly at a little bit of a turning point, a crossroads, if you will. Great yeah. Bon Jovi album. Um, where they're, um, you know, it could go one way, it could go the other. So yeah, I think Belgium have got my heart. And they're, they're slowly posting bits of it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> With a ransom note. <laughs> Proof of life. Little chunks. Yeah. Little, little chunks of my little heart. Snipped up little snipped-up chunks. Is that... Chopped that... up heart. That's not where, how I was expecting to start this it's show. It's awful. But, it's, yeah, yeah, awful. Awful. Awful posted by a Belgian. Emotion awful. <laughs> it's emotion awful. <laughs> they're mainly more about like... Uh, what was that thing Vish posted? The Oh, chips Fries, yeah. Fries than, and mayo. Yeah. It's greater things than... Belgium, aren't they? I actually, I actually agree with that. Although so. it turns out Pizza two, fries one. Yeah, yes, true. I, that whole game felt like highlights, didn't it? Yeah, <laughs> like it was just except just the end. Relentless. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that. I mean, you hate it when teams do it to you, but it's I'm funny. Oh, I like to think so that well. team was so well drilled that they could do that for ninety minutes. Yeah, it was yeah. so good. Yeah, like, I mean, we've not really seen it from no. them, and I don't think it was even necessary. <laughs> But do, you, do you remember from the Columbia game when a team are doing that to you? Yeah, it feels like an affront to your, your sovereignty. Like just everything, it this just feels again. so wrong. Certainly yeah. your dignity and your yeah. sense of like, you know, fairness. But anyway, we shouldn't start with that. We should start with the the amazingness of the game to start with. So all three girls in the first half. Oh my God. I mean, the first goal was amazing. Unbelievable mm. um, invention from Nicola Barella for that first one. Yeah. Poor Immobile. Do, do we have any word on Immobile? Has he recovered? Yeah, he, see, <laughs> he seems, seems he's just, he's quite well, around. actually. Yeah, he seems all right, yeah. Yeah, all right. yeah, yeah. Hopefully he'll be he'll hopefully be fine. The second one then. So the first one, I thought, that's an incredible, that's a that's a goal for a game. Like, that's brilliant. And then Lorenzo Insigne with absolute techers, yeah. curl, pluck, Beautiful. all of the above. Gorgeous. And then the the penalty uh, Romani Lukaku took. Nice a lot of people pile thinking, thinking it's a soft penalty. Where do you guys stand on that? Um, I'm fine with it. I was fine with it. Out of all of the weird penalty him. decisions we've had, yeah, he, he was going at pace, and good yeah. God, that player can go at pace, yeah. and he just got knocked off his off his feet, off his tootsies. So yeah, yeah, it's he amazing, pushed him. Though, that's a foul, it? right? Yeah, <laughs> it's incredible to me that that's what it took for Belgium to break through with all mm. that attacking talent they got. It was a penalty they have. It was a penalty that that got them through that Italian defence, and that is. Scary if you're Spanish, I would mm. say. Yeah. Or scary if you've got aspirations to make it to the final, like yes. England have. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know, though, because if you think in the second half, I mean, Lukaku, I don't know what you think about the kind of game he had, but those two, he had two big misses, didn't he? The header yeah. where he sort of glanced it, but just into the stands. 
and then the one where he couldn't sort of find it. I mean, that was partly the defending, wasn't it? But oh, he think, just yeah. couldn't. He the, couldn't. The block on the line. He was yeah, just after that. that was, he it, it kind of killed him a little bit. He couldn't it was find just, his... it. Was just, he, he was just landing in, in a heap. I couldn't figure out where his legs were. His arms. Somebody was just like. Yeah. You know when they have those big garage uh, men outside the garage that flail around, <laughs> the inflatable men. He's just sort of like <laughs> into himself, like Beetlejuice. There's also an argument that just because of certain kind of national character traits that places have. When right. they're on the app, when they're on the up, rather. On the app. That, <laughs> You're on the app. Yeah. <laughs> when they're on the up in a game, that many Italian men at once right. is probably quite intense. Do you know what I mean? The way that Donnarumma kissed Spinazzola after, yeah. he, he'd like, after sexually he made that charged. Blood, because they're yeah. all just like, yes! Yes! <laughs> it's like, it's so intense. I can't get that emotional. No. It's just like, as an Englishman, it's beyond me to get even near that. And there are 11 <laughs> of them, like, turned up to about 15. And What's you're like, oh, God, this is so intense. How are we going to score? <laughs> I can't even concentrate. Let's, me and you, will go down Bar Italia in Soho and we'll drink espressos at the bar. Lovely. Home of television. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, and after about six, 16 pints, you'll decide that you'll you'll say that you really like each other. <laughs> yeah, never handshake and go home. I've liked working with you for all these years, Pete. Yeah. And I'm glad we finally found a chance to say it. <laughs> yeah, it was intense. I don't think it was just the emotion. It was also just the backwards and forwards nature of the game. And, yeah. and oh, it was so exciting. So like, exciting. I just loved it. And I think that was my... Uh, Six and Pels was on the old internet for this, but I think that was my frustration with the last, whatever it was, 20, 15 minutes where mm. the Italian team were just dropping like flies. Yeah. And, it, and he, you know, and I get it. It's the sort of more prolonged version of taking it into the corner. Yeah. You just, you fall over and mm. are very hurt every time anything happens. But if you're not on a yellow, do it. That's what I say. Yeah. If you're not on a yellow, it's just that I wanted to it. see, I wanted to see extra time. I felt no. like Belgium were pushing. They'd missed those two chances. They were a bit, yeah, Lukaku was a bit inflatable garage man for a while. But yeah. you felt like, there was something brewing. I don't know. I think like it is disrespectful to your opponent, isn't it? To effectively not allow them to play. Is it? Or is it, you know? Well, I, I think so. I mean, you know, various cultures view this differently, but I think the, the idea of basically, you know, wasting time like that is just, is making sure that some of the game isn't Come the on. game. Get, Do you know what I mean? Get down off that horse. Get down, <laughs> get down off I would that love to see England do it. I would, to leave your, I would love to, to see us learn how to do that, by the way. tie him up outside rather yeah. than bring him into the studio. Our best footballer does that all of the time. He spends most of the time on his arse. It's good. I think by I'm the just, end... I'm, by the way, I'm not, I'm not saying that you know it's just Italy that do that. No, I just think the, no. the concept of it Indeed. is frustrating. But is it not up to the referee to... Exactly, efficient. To manage that. Yeah, and it's all part of the game. And, and I did think by the end of the match, I think Belgium didn't run out of ideas, but I think they felt the pressure of the end of this golden generation. They've mm. had like 10 years of incredibly uh, impressive footballers, incredibly impressive footballing talent. And, you know, now you've got defenders who play in the J League. <laughs> like, yeah. They're all kind of seeing out their, seeing out their uh, careers. And you just sort of think if they had a, you know, a slightly more, if they'd had a slightly more creative um, or less kind of uh, a defensive manager, they may have got through this tie possibly. But um, I don't think he'll be in charge this time. Uh, well, this time next year, or, or, or when the World Cup comes yeah, around, and, yeah. it's, it's funny with this, this talk about the sort of the end of the golden generation. Any country that you know gets has a generation tarred with that golden brush. I mean, tends look at, to I mean, look at England. There's always there's yeah. always life after it. You know, right? look yeah. what we've got now. Exactly, it tends to be you, you shouldn't you shouldn't bestow that title on the team until after mm, a period, really. But that's yeah. not how it works, is it? But I mean, the World Cup is, starts next November. 
Mm. A lot of those players will still be there. Obviously, the def- the age profile of the defenders is a problem, but you know they're they're, they're going to be contenders next time. I think the thing about Belgium, though, is that it's it's unlike you know their population is about eleven million. Yeah. Uh, whereas England, that's like five times smaller than England, for mm. example. So it's just it just seems more amazing that they have such an extraordinary concentration of players. Mm. And someone like, you know, someone like Kevin De Bruyne is a once-in-a-generation talent. Yeah. You could make the same argument for Romelu Lukaku and various yeah. other of them out of our world, even, um, to some extent. So, yeah. But, you know, we've been saying that since Vincent Kompany. And, and, yeah, you know, yeah it's, good it's, point. They, I think they've just got, they've got better at, at maximising the players they have when they come through at a young age. So, mm. you know, yeah. like, look at Yuri Tillemans coming through and, and Jeremy Doku as well. Like, you know, Jeremy Doku! Four years That's... ago, obviously no one was talking about those guys and here they are. So it's not like, yeah. it's not like they're suddenly just going to dry up and go back to the bad old days, I would think. Jeremy Doku is, I think, for some reason, Leicester City have adopted, the Leicester City fans have adopted him as like the player who's going to be coming into Leicester City, really? even right. though there's been no actual talk about it. But I just sort of think he's exactly the sort of player to move to the Premier League be incredibly committed but unbelievably frustrating <laughs> I just can just see his end product being absolutely nothing just get him out of this club he's rubbish it seems to be I your is, he, is this That's just you burned by the Ben Arthur yeah exactly burned by the Ben Arthur mate yeah well I thought he was incredible on the night he was I just wonderful. really loved watching him his turn of pace the way he managed to draw There's people to him turn. and away he's just 99% all the time he's just pace he doesn't turn it down 19, he's at 11 all the time 19 years old yeah. plays for Wren yeah I'm sure he'll be getting a big-ish move yeah. Big, big-ish or maybe I'm not i just undermined myself there <laughs> a big-ish a probably a, a, a normal-ish sized move yeah. maybe to Newcastle no I, that would be such a that would be such a coup uh, the other person probably to mention is Leonardo Spinazzola who has torn his bloody Achilles mm. yeah Poor guy. Oh, you could see on his face as well. Like even as he, even as he was making the signal to come off, he's like, yeah. he knows his tournament's over. In tears on the pitch. I think he just, it, it, it actually looked a little bit crazy how quickly he was running for that ball. And I think he was just so amped up, so pumped up by, mm. you know, by the tournament he's been having and by by the maybe even the praise he's been getting. You know, for mm. like for for just bombing on bombing down the wing in the way that he has. And I was, even as he was running, I was like, oh wow, he's get, that's fast that's and fast. That's, that seems too fast. <laughs> But the sad thing is that is supposed to be something that he'd got more of a grip on. Apparently that yeah. is characteristic of his play. And he, um, if a move from Roma to Inter fell through fairly recently, and, and the reason that Juventus sold him to Roma in the first place is because he kept getting injured. Right. right. So oh. it's basically, yeah, this is a function of... He has been talking, I think, before the tournament or during the tournament about how he'd been like trying to train better and trying to you know manage him, his body better. Yeah. So it's That's even so more upsetting. crushing to right. see him awful. do that, especially as he's, yeah, one, did you just say, or am I saying, one of the players of the tournament? Oh, I'm, without a doubt, yeah. And that left-back position for Italy as well. Sort of yeah. Like iconic. Block, he, he, he did everything he could. He blocked on the line from Lukaku. He, it's, yeah. it's, he, he could not have delivered more for that Italy team. Also well, as well, the yeah. way Mancini has a squad set up, um, Emerson Palmieri will come in, and obviously he's not, you know, he's, he's a different player, but he will probably fit in and play exactly the same role because they all know their jobs really, really well and the squad is geared to playing in a certain way, whoever the personnel is. So I think obviously it's a miss, but it's one that they will they will be prepared for. But yeah, he it's a shame, isn't it? Because now that, you know, he's he's playing under Jose Mourinho now, so we will not be seeing him bomb on like that anymore. <laughs> the future's That'll be bright. the last time he gets yeah. into the opposition's for half. His next injury will be his wings being clipped. <laughs> <laughs> They loved it though. They gave him quite the hero's welcome, Pete. Mm. I'm sure you enjoyed. <laughs> I'm sure you enjoyed seeing that. I just uh, see apparently De Bruyne played with torn ankle ligaments last night. Ew. Did you hear that? Yeah. I mean, 
It's superhuman. <laughs> How tall are we talking? Yeah. I mean, is it like a, on, an insurance write-off or like? A... <laughs> are you really trying to go at De Bruyne for not being tall enough? No, I'm just saying. Like, I, I mean, I presume it wasn't a, a huge separation. There'll be a partial separation, presumably. Well, it's know, not ideal. Kevin, yeah, it's not like... ideal. Let us know, Kevin. I want pictures. I want X-rays. You hope to be in the kind of prime physical condition, don't you, to, to perform in a uh, Euros quarterfinal? I feel as though he did well, mm. with or without. Torn ankle ligaments. Jesus Can't imagine his uh, club team manager being having finding that a problematic uh, situation. No, I imagine he'll be very understanding <laughs> be about fine, how he you? pushed on and yeah. played through the whole of the game. <laughs> he'll be in summer hibernation at this point anyway. When he pep. doesn't, so, there is simply no way a man that intense can be awake for a whole year properly. He's, he's gonna, he'll be in some pod somewhere recharging. It'll be fine. Surely, what? And then you think he'll just wake up and watch the whole tournament through? Like non-stop over yeah. the course yeah, of 48 probably. hours or something. Like Johnny Five shot circuit just whizzes through it really yeah. quickly. He's watched the whole thing. No, he'll, be, he'll be in a big recharging egg. Mm. His big bald fraud egg. <laughs> I think that's quite beautiful, actually. Let, let's look ahead as well. Let's look ahead. So now, of course, Italy going to the semi-finals. <laughs> Italy going to the final, yeah. <laughs> I really felt, I don't know about you guys, but after they won the Austria game, I just felt as though these guys are going to win the tournament. It was something about, after, of course, they won the group and didn't concede and were incredible, but you can hardly tell anything from that. The way that they came back from a bit of jeopardy and, mm. and managed to go on and win that Austria. I think actually looking at the games from last night, the eventual winners are st still in the competition somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jim. <laughs> You're a knob. <laughs> I'm glad you're enjoying yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely think Spain are going to win it. It's oh, yeah, I forgot. You've been banging this drum, haven't you? What's the, so what's I've said that in Is this just you being contrary? Or no, it's just a very different kind of Spain team and they are stinking up the tournament uh, in, in many different uh, factors and ways and I think they will sort of like brute force just their way to the final their way and just flob it. their way over the finishing yeah. line. Yeah. So I, for me, I, I worry for them because if... Spain. You know, if Spain, yeah, because if Belgium couldn't get past... The, the Italian defence with all the attacking talent they've got. Like, what hope are the maudlin goths that Spain have got up front? Well, penalties, have. now they've really nailed well, maybe the that's it. Take yeah. penalties. They can take penalties unless it's in a match, clearly, <laughs> in which case they really struggle. And well, even then, it really wasn't great penalties. in the shootout, was I'm it? I'm joking. I thought it was the worst penalty shootout I've seen in years. The thing with Italy is that, like, from minute zero to minute 75 they play at this really really intense place, pace and then obviously they start shithousing mm. after that uh, but they do fly out of the blocks mm. they, they they play with such energy straight away and Spain do look like they have brittle confidence I've, I feel like if Italy score early Spain could collapse here and shit mm. the bed <laughs> I don't that's what sure. I that's that's how I envision it going but obviously Five I'm not a sort of oracle or something. is that what you mean I, th I think it could be I mean it could be Maybe not 5-0, but you could see a situation where Spain lose lose their grip on the game and are never in it. Yeah. And then the and then it's, Italy can just rest up for the final. Exactly, yeah. Oh, my goodness me. Well, look, let's come on and talk about uh, Spain in the second half. But basically, uh, you know, all the talk of shithousing aside, I basically, I guess what we've learned is that you need to beat Italy in the first 70 minutes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Congratulations to Italy. We'll see you... Well, certainly in the semis. Anyway, let's go to a break. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just one small bit of the Football Ramble. That'd be all right. Hi, I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. 
It's so mean. He did us a little favour. Oh, come on. Yesterday well, he said spinning Zola. Well, <laughs> it happens to us all. Welcome back to the Football Ramble. Me, Pete and Jim with you. And we're going to get a few of your emails now. Press the button. Tickle your ivories. Football Ramble. It's a pretty good place to start. Football Ramble. Well, it just sounds a bit gimmicky. I think it's exciting round. Football Ramble. Phil Neville. confused testicles with balls. Very rarely does it all go completely silent because no one knows what to say. Where does this rank? Is it above or below punching of the, the punching of the horse? They thought to themselves, well, old Fizzer knows his onions. Personally, I think it's a bit of a silly one. You got email. Well done. Football ramble. <laughs> the home of Willie Wavett. You got email. Tune in this time next week to hear it again. Don't play it again. Mark, Mark Pugach literally just shows for the football ramble and could not deliver the word the football ramble with more derision, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the football ramble? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite disconcerting when Marcus turns up in your ear when you press that. Yeah, like, yeah. Here he is. The, ghost of, the ghost of host pasts. Past, past, past. Pasta. Italian. It's Let's like when he turned up the other day when we were doing the, we were doing the game. That right. was very intimidating. <laughs> okay. I know, well, it seemed to spur you to greater height. <laughs> I got an email uh, from Sarah Finnegan. She grew whiskers on her chin again. She didn't. Um, all this chat about mistaken identities got me thinking about my own mistake. My dad always told us stories about the great Mexican footballer of the ages, Nobby Stiles. <laughs> he even did a great Mexican accent, which is what? more troublesome now than when I was a small child, Sarah. That's brilliant. Uh, at school, with all the talk of football, I thought I'd show my international knowledge and brought up the great Stiles himself, to which my friends rolled around laughing until they could explain that good old Nobby was England through and through. I went straight home and accused my dad of treachery. He just rolled around the floor laughing as he couldn't believe the joke had gone on for so long, literally about 10 years. <laughs> Daddy Finnegan. That is a direct Naughty. hit, isn't that it? Is, Dad joke-wise, <laughs> that, that is That is, that is like SpaceX nailing the landing. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, Battleship. Beautiful. <laughs> we admire your work. Yeah. Cracking stuff, Brilliant Daddy Finnegan. Thank um, you, Sarah. Geordie Hoken has been in touch. Uh, he's from Belgium, and as oh. will become clear in this email. Um, Tonight's loss hurts. It hurts not because we didn't deserve to lose, not because we weren't outsmarted, not even because the Italians were masters at time-wasting in the end. It hurts because it's the realisation we will never win a tournament. This generation has beaten every major country in the world and has been number one in the world in the ranking, but we've never and will never beat countries in the right order for us to win a tournament. You're all English and England will always have a team competing in the tournament with the best there are. We'll come back to that later. Even when you have a generation which isn't as good as the previous one, you'll still probably even survive the group stages. Thanks, Growing Jimmy. up, I was happy when Belgium was qualified for a tournament. The last seven years have been amazing for us and this generation is by a land mile uh, the best generation we've ever had and maybe ever will have. I have loved the absolute majority of it when they were playing, with the exception of Wales 2016 in France 2018. I love my country. I love these players. What joy they've given us, even if it wasn't a title. Now, we've oh, sort of touched gosh. on a lot of this stuff already but Geordie, it will get better won't it? This is always how <laughs> it feels when, you, when your team go out of a tournament and as, as we've said before, I think Belgium, the way Belgium bring players through and the way they develop them very young is actually pretty special and I mm. think it puts them in a in a it makes them punch above their weight uh, in a way that means they should always be hope for the future especially at the moment as well because you know a lot of these players they're still going to be around for a little while yet at least and also England don't always qualify for tournaments <laughs> yeah, didn't qualify really in 94 didn't qualify in 2008 didn't get out of the group stages in 2014 you know even in a nation with a much bigger population um, and a very strong domestic league we still struggle um, in this situation so you know it's alright it's all, you, you get yourself up for it again 
yeah. you convince yourself that Belgium are going to win it. I always they... say it, and I've, I've allowed England to do it to me this time. I just yeah. want them to convince me that they've got a shot at winning it. <laughs> and then I'll the be crushed starts. like you are. But it's you, you'll get back up for it and you'll love it. Yeah, completely agree. Thanks for sharing Thanks. your moment of despair with us, Geordie. Mm. I, hope, I hope Jim's words of support and wisdom helped i mean he'll hear mine sooner or later won't he so we can we'll have a little swap no because <laughs> why jim because england are going to win the year you've been banging this drum for a long time actually kate and I you, bang you're probably right you're probably right, you? probably right. <laughs> yeah i wouldn't do the drum <laughs> you wouldn't do the drum do no the you'd drum. be like the coron glay or something the euphonium. the euphonium i said to you before he's the guy i back the euphoniumist euphonium euphonium for me in easter yeah, not the drum. Just say tuba. It's just big. It's a tuba, little. No, it's a little, it's a little tuba. tuba right. Yeah, yeah. It's baby tuba. Tuberet. Get them a key yes. <laughs> Send Lovely. your emails in show at footballramble.com. Also tweet us at footballramble. Yes. So we've talked about Spain, who are going to apparently win the Euros when England don't. Um, One-one. It was the final score against Switzerland. Oh my god! And then the worst penalty shootout you've ever seen. Uh, I'm really nervous about you saying that. (laughs) Thus far, Uh, three-one. They won Spain because you thought by the time. So they obviously had a a red card. Switzerland. They were down to ten men. Mm. You thought, and they had that own goal as well from Zakari after about before ten minutes had been played. But you thought if they could just get to the end of extra time, yeah, they'll win this penalty shootout. And then bloody Busquets missed the first one. You were like, <laughs> it's happening. It always seems to flip on its head in a, in a <sighs> penalty shootout, though, doesn't it? The team mm. that misses first, so often, in, in my head at least, mm. seem to go on to win it. And it's, it's so gutting for Switzerland because when part of your story of going further than you've gone in a long time is through a penalty shootout, yes. to then go out on a penalty shootout tarnishes that first achievement as well. So you can't... I think they're going to struggle to separate those memories. It will be the memories of the two shootouts that define mm. it. And it's such a shame because Sommer had such a good game. He, he looked just unbeatable at times after they'd scored. Did you see what Luis Enrique said? He said, that was the most tranquil penalty shootout I've ever been through because tranquil. we'd done all our homework, all our practice, and there was nothing left for the staff and me to do. Lewis. That is confident. It is. I like He's it. He's a very confident Did you see how many man, they... Though. Oh God! Yeah. It wasn't a, it wasn't a good shanks. shootout, was it? No. no. And, 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 and to see sort of like Switzerland go through that shootout where they looked confident and they didn't second guess themselves this time round, it was like, oh, shall I hit it there? Oh, I buffed it up again. Oh dear! Uh, it was the, the completely different beast this time round. Yeah. yeah the, be- the first miss was a beautiful share, wasn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah. For Switzerland, yeah. they were poor penalties from Switzerland as well. Mm. It's surprising. Mate. Perhaps they got a bit complacent. Thinking like, oh, we've won a penalty shootout now, therefore we are good at shoot penalties. Yeah, they probably also that. They look got a lot of a lot of minutes mm. in those legs. Yeah, just like let me lie down. I'll just yeah. Uh, but yeah, maybe there's something in that about Switzerland. It was it it was gutting. I know that Pete, you're backing Spain to the death here. Mm, I am, but both of our deaths, the heat death of the universe, I'll be backing them. But yeah, it was it it was it, it was frequently poor. And what was that stat where uh, Spain have? <laughs> 235 more attacks than England this tournament. Now, I don't know what... So it's just like 23.5. Is it just moving the... 2.35. Yeah, moving yeah. The, the ball forward. How does an, an attack actually... Yeah, kind of, yeah. Back, obviously that's not shot. That would no, be nuts. No. But yeah, I mean, but still, um, it, it, I, it's astonishing. 
<laughs> I know England have been attack. pretty sort of pragmatic and cagey, but blimey. That's a lot of passing it around back, the back four, which you yeah. do see a lot with England, but it's like, Jesus Christ, 235 more attacks. So it yeah. makes you feel like if they had someone who could finish, they would be... Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's embarrassing, isn't it, really? <laughs> it's funny to say that, given that they scored 10 goals in two games, but it does mm. still oh, feel yeah. like they're going to struggle to to put chances away against, uh, you know, top top defenders. What does Lee it's Dixon Chiellini think about this, though? What does Lee Dixon think? He was very upset at Peter Walton, the... Uh, the, uh, and his opinions. I don't care what Peter Walton says. It's, rude. it's a bit cheeky, isn't it, to it's say that on air? Cheeky. It's like, thank you for delivering your professional opinion from the profession <laughs> that you spent many years trying to get to the top of, but you're an irrelevance. Yeah. Peter Walton does agree with everything the on-pitch referee does, though, doesn't he? Yeah, true. I it, suppose it was, he feels like it's the referee's union. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. It was, it was a... Would you say that was a difficult decision for the referee? Because No. He, no? Okay. Well, I don't know. No one else agreed with me in the group, but I just thought that was absolutely no, I, a red. No, I, do, I'm, yeah. I thought it was, it was... Studs up, connected with his ankle. I don't think it's, it's studs up a matter anymore. I think it's just out, it's just reckless and out of control. Well, how do your studs and get I, up I'd argue you're that he, what, he like, was in control. Did you see the Gabriel Jesus thing? I mean, I guess in that <laughs> yeah, sense, that was, it was not out of control. He I'm, I'm going to give that a straight red. Buff him yeah. in the face. <laughs> but in this case... Yeah, if you're, doing, if you're making that kind of connection, it's an mm. ankle breaker. I don't think you should be doing that. Yeah. It's a red card. All right. Have I? I don't care what Kate Mason says. <laughs> says Lee Dixon. I don't care what Kate Mason says. The thing is, turning though, up in your squash gear, giving it the big one. <laughs> the thing is, though, Lee Dixon says it after Peter Walton's. I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Peter Walton's pressing the red button, going, "Hey, hey, Lee, 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 put me on, put me on, put Lee on now." So Spain, Italy. That is the Tuesday night semi-final, and the Wednesday night semi-final. <laughs> Well, we don't know who the component teams are going to be of that yet because another set of quarterfinals tonight. So I, uh, it's funny, isn't it? It's when you look at the way England play, 90 minutes doesn't feel like long enough sometimes. <laughs> I feel like at some point we're going to, we're going to end up in I'm extra sure, time. I'm sure we'll get our 120. <laughs> we'll get our 120, yeah. That'll be fine. Okay. But yeah, I, how do you feel about this game? I feel sick, obviously. Because yeah, obviously, <laughs> like case without saying, Ukraine have scored more goals than England. Yeah, I thought I was going to feel sicker after the. So with Germany, the Germany game, it just felt like that could be the end of the line, and it was too early, and there's all this history and heritage and all that stuff, which I mainly think doesn't actually matter no. because for all the obvious reasons we've talked about with Gareth Southgate, you yeah. know, training players, players to know yeah. things differently to think things differently and not to worry about that and actually it's irrelevant isn't it whether Gaza that. did something how to know things differently <laughs> I am a teacher yeah, I've been doing, help you know things differently I've been doing a lot of neuro-linguistic programming can you tell uh, yes whereas with this one it feels more like um, it feels more like you know this before the Sweden game in 2018 mm. but I don't know I just feel like Ukraine are more mavericks yeah, I mean, people are assuming England are going to win, aren't they? Let's that's be the worst that's the, thing. That's the problem. The place, worst and place to U- be. Ukraine will be will be focusing on that, and playing into that, and obviously Gareth Southgate is very, very good at keeping the players grounded. But what what do you think the dangers are for England? Because I wonder if Ukraine, obviously, they've been through extra time. They probably won't want to repeat it again. But Shevchenko will undoubtedly have probably at least. You know, drilled the the national panic about penalties from, <laughs> from England panic. into the to, into yeah. Ukraine. So it might be that they go. I you know what? If we exists. do get to if we do get to you know extra time, maybe yeah. you know I d- they, I d- they won't want penalties. Right. I don't. I th- I think you could only feel that way if you'd not watched the team. Cl- you don't feel that way. I don't feel like that about this team. But it's the story about 
about England's national so team, that's isn't just it? People so are Ukraine, only it a little bit. but Ukraine yeah. may may that, have that in their thinking. We kicked that hoodoo into the long grass with the last performances, didn't we? In, we in did. the shootouts, and I, I think this is going to be a sterner test than Germany because you know Ukraine have, have equipped themselves much better than the German sides did throughout the groups and, mm. and the match against England. I thought Germany were very, very ordinary. And, not particularly pro, but I thought they were very, very poor. And 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 Ukraine have obviously got goals in them, so it's it's going to be, it's going to be a stern, stern yeah. test. But if England want to be uh, in the in the position that they think they deserve, they need to be winning these matches. So I, I wonder how Ukraine will approach it as well. But or, or in fact, how England will approach it as well. I, personally, this might just be because I want to see our more attacking players. But I wonder if starting with. We, we, there's talk that you might even start Grealish and Foden, which I'd be Stop surprised it. by because Stop that would mean Sterling it. missing out. But I think he will probably be a little bit more direct because you, you kind of want to get this game going into it as probably the favourites. You you want to get, get it, it out the one. Way. You don't yeah, you don't want you don't want any risk of going for extra time. And Ukraine will be thinking, well, you know what? If we because England are so pragmatic, we can sort of let them be really pragmatic and safe for a while and then try and nick it late on. And that's the, that's the danger, isn't it? That's I what I say just, when yeah, I 90 minutes doesn't seem like enough when you. your team plays like this because you leave yourself open to that risk. I wonder if if they will be a bit more attacking, a bit, a bit more attacking, try and get it won comprehensively. And and then they can sort of bring off the players who are on yellows so they they don't risk yeah. it for the next round. It, it, look, it, Which it, is it, loads it, of them. It, once again, Garros on that tight rot that every England manager finds themselves on. You either It either works... His way, he either goes to his game plan or he's fired and everyone hates him. It's yeah. just like well, that's it's always with always the way with England and 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 Gareth Southgate's been excellent, impeccable yeah. with this tournament. In my that's opinion. the outside of it, though, isn't it? Just the yellow cards. It's Harry Maguire, Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips, yeah. and Phil Foden. Because Foden was the only player who got a yellow in in the group stages. They were pretty nicey nicey the, the team, really. And then obviously the Germany game ramped those up a little bit. So it's going to be interesting to see if we get any suspensions uh, in this match. Has really Guaza said? Role, by the way. Yeah, he he said that you know rightly so that you know a, a match suspension for two bookings is 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 so harsh, so so harsh. And I completely agree. I, it's frustrating. Did you see? This is one thing I'm worried about. Did you see England <laughs> playing um, uh, volleyball in in the pool? No. The, the, there's been some video going around of them playing volleyball okay. in the pool. Harry Kane did not look good. <laughs> like honestly, he did look listless. He was dropping back, hanging back. He was dropping deep, which is bad in yeah, exactly. in, in the pool because you might drown. You want to do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, I'm a bit worried me. about his form. Yeah, you know. maybe he was conserving his energy. Maybe the he thing, was. I realised I didn't really finish my point about Sweden. Um, it feels a bit like going into the Sweden game in Russia 2018, in the sense that everybody was shitting themselves because of that being the stage of the tournament and because of all the optimism that was starting to grow. Because mm. if you remember Russia, that was sort of the first time where we allowed ourselves to feel like, oh, mm. hey, there is something good happening here. Yeah. Um, and then we just beat them in a very calm contained performance yes. to the point where it was actually kind of boring yeah <laughs> like, that's what they need to <laughs> so yeah Sweden, but against Sweden didn't really turn up in that match and that was and but we, we controlled them we contained yeah. them as yeah. well and I think it's similar in the sense that I do believe that Ukraine could have like a maverick moment they haven't they've conceded in every single one of their last 15 games but one I yeah. think so presumably we're going to be able to put together some goal scoring chances and, yeah. and to finish um but the point is, is that we have, we feel emotional about this. We feel anxious about this. We want England to win. Some of us have tickets for the semi-final. <laughs> but uh, this is what it's about. Me. <laughs> but 
you know, if you're looking at this in a dispassionate way. Not having tickets to the final, like me and Jim, we, d- we do, we, we think we differently, don't, don't to, we? Well, we don't need to, you know, most people looking at this would think England should beat How Ukraine. How am I going to get to Wembley? And we, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 England should beat Ukraine. Yeah. This isn't really a discussion. And that's how and that's how professional footballers think. They go, we should beat them. I'm a good footballer. That guy over there, he's a good footballer. And him over there. And him. We've got a good team. Yeah. Mm. So we should be fine. That's and true. you know, fathers and duo, Luke Shaw and Saka. Uh, nice to sort yeah. of see them play together. Is, did you see Saka might be out? Although that, yeah. you know, again, oh. even that, like that's so annoying given how great he's been this whole tournament. Mm. But even still, could mean Jane Sancho gets a run out, mm. which is what yeah. lots of people have wanted to see. It's not like we don't trust him. It's not like he hasn't played at the highest level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's that's heartening, isn't it? The depth that England have. Any of those players yes. coming out. So there is again, as we're talking about with Italy, there's someone to come in and f- not necessarily do fulfil exactly the same role, but bring their unique set of skills to it. So, yeah, it's um, the danger is obviously that you underestimate Ukraine, and I don't know, you're not concentrating pro- properly. You, you you let a goal slip, or you give away a stupid penalty, or something like that. But I think Southgate doesn't leave room for that. Mm. So Agreed. let's hope that they just get the job done. Come on, England! The respect that he shows to everybody around him, as I think Jules was saying, suggests that it would be almost impossible for him to underestimate an, an <laughs> yeah. opponent. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll just absolutely. kick it around, around lads. Yeah. Let's play for penalties. We know yeah. how to take just those. think about the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Czech Republic against Denmark, a little mention for them too. Um, this is tasty, this game. Mm. Yeah. And also, like, of course, there's such a there's such a groundswell of uh, enthusiasm for within the Denmark team and all they've been through. And Penilla Harder, the Chelsea player, was writing in the Guardian, had a piece in the Guardian today saying about how she really feels as though these guys could go on all the way. Yeah, it does feel like that, that with kind of spirit. Definitely, there's some great stories in this uh, tournament. There really is, and I hope Denmark. Uh win this match because I think that they're, they're, they're worthy the, the way they played against uh, Wales was insanely oh my good. god yeah, yeah for 4-0 took them apart against a you know a semi-finalist in mm, the previous yeah. Euros yeah alright so I'll really enjoy that <laughs> <laughs> how do you even watch these bloody games before England you just, I just sit there like, <laughs> on the squash court <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I tend to do is like write a lot of notes I'll like right. write really I've told Marcus this that like my formation and then I'll sort of put Colours on it. For really? No reason. Yeah. Oh, nerd. I love how I love we found someone who loves England as much as Marcus. Yeah. I didn't think another person existed. <laughs> I think Marcus is. Yeah, I think Marcus's enthusiasm helped build my own. Oh, to be honest, good I'm on listening him. to the good ramble all those years, and now getting to call him up all the time and be like, "I'm quite worried about this England formation." Don't like, worry, Kate. Don't worry It'll about it. Fine. I'm just doing some DIY. That's a yeah. good, good option. He'll just he'll make a prediction with such confidence that even when it doesn't come, come true. true you sense he was still right yeah yeah, yeah really right uh, guys if you love England um, leave us a review on Apple or wherever <laughs> you get your pods uh, it really helps new listeners find the show and uh, more people need to hear us scream easy yeah mm. we, we need to rename our podcast just England <laughs> and people can review us like that well I guess also if you give us five stars which you just you just press five you don't even need to write any words mm. um, then and then England lose then like Ben it's at least as a small yeah, bonus you've done, so, you've done something there spread some joy you've cool. done, <laughs> spread some joy so yeah fingers crossed for, for a bit of joy tonight tomorrow bringing you maybe the <clears> easy <throat> tomorrow bringing you some enthusiasm of some nature will be Jim Andy and Marcus in the chair um, 
and it's all going to be good and it's going to be fine and come on England and, and you know any Ukrainian fans thanks for crying? listening <laughs> <laughs> come on England and it'll be fine <laughs> You really um really smudging your face paint. <laughs> it's because none of you guys would wear any. Thanks for listening to the football ramble, everybody. Thanks for for all that, Petey. Bye bye. Thanks for that, Jim. You're welcome. See you later. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.